0: I I use this as a trick to book myself at colleges when I was starting out, um, which which is a uh, it's a little it's a little shady, but this is what I did. How to make money when you're starting out in comedy? This is an Arts Academy podcast one on one session hosted by Dean Victor Vernado with today's student Mudit Verna. Uh, the
1: so the my question for you is uh, is what do you, what would you advise of um, for for me to to cross that threshold uh, like w- what should I focus on or what, what would you advise I focus on rather um, to kind of turn uh, the sort of stand-up advent which which is uh, again sort of peripheral to, well it, it doesn't pay the bills uh, like how do I cross that financial threshold I, I kind of don't know where to start I don't know what that threshold looks like like how do you land a, a gig that that that's uh, to the effect of like uh, you know say a full-time job or, the, or and the benefits that might come with a full-time job and uh, that sort of thing.
0: Well, I can tell you what is the absolute easiest way I think to start making money as a stand-up because you don't actually need to have credits. Uh, is being a uh, is being a uh, college comedian because to be a to to be a college comedian, all you really need is a good recording of your performance. And you can either send that to a college agent, which is one thing you can do, or you can go to a college convention, like a NACA convention, which is an uh, entertainment convention for colleges. Uh, and you can pay a fee. You have to pay a fee to be part of it. But possibly if you've got a great tape and you have family that'll help you pay that fee. Uh, and then once, you, uh, then once you are part of that, Sorry, my cat wants to say hello. Hey, what's going on, Miles? Okay, so hold on. <laughs> let me let me get him out of here. Come on, Miles. Please, if you mind. Just uh... okay. Uh, I was hey. saying you pay that fee uh, getting to getting to a NACA convention, uh, and you have to submit. And if you get in, you have to pay a fee to actually perform there. But when you pay, perform there, then you can. Speak directly to student events coordinators and get booked. Uh, so either submitting to a NACA agent or a college agent, or going straight to the source. And even if you don't get in NACA, you can actually go to uh, student events coordinators at schools and and book yourself. Um, okay, you've got a great tape. And here's an easy way to book yourself i i use this as a trick to book myself at colleges when i was starting out um which which is uh it's a little it's a little shady but this is what i did i mean it's not really shady but it's tricky tricky is a better word uh what i did was i uh called up colleges or emailed colleges like found the names of the student events coordinators and told them hey i'm a comedian i want to uh start performing i know you haven't seen me before but so i'm offering a free half-hour show. And then... uh, So, the way colleges work is they have to book uh, hour slots, usually. So, when you offer a free half-hour show, of course they want the free show for entertainment, because they have a budget and they're supposed to... They're supposed to uh, bring entertainment to the students. They have money that they're supposed to spend for that. So... When I offered them a half hour, most of the time they would be like, oh, we have hour slots or 45 minute slots. How much is it for that? And then I would give them a number and then they would say yes. Gotcha. That's how I got started working in colleges. Gotcha.
1: Awesome. Um, Yeah, I've I've written that down. And uh, uh, my first uh, encounter with NACA, I'm glad you said this because... I was watching, like, several months ago, uh, I, I watched the first season of uh, Crashing on, um, I think it was... HBO? Uh, HBO, yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was where I first learned that NACA was a thing. Um, so I, I would imagine slash hope that uh, there, I, I you know, after after this conversation, I, I will, like, Google and see if there's an online equivalent, because I imagine, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, uh, the pandemic and its implications have turned a lot of this stuff electronic, at least for the time being.
0: Yeah. With the pandemic, I'm sure things have changed. Although I know that colleges still have their same departments and they still have right. their same like budgets for different departments. I don't know. I don't know yet how that has changed because obviously I'm not doing colleges anymore, but when I was doing colleges, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that it still exists in some form. Right. Also, okay. uh, also, uh being a funny, a funny public speaker does the exact same thing. So, like, if you're a stand-up, but you have, say, a lot of material about uh, about uh, race, or a lot of material about mental health, yeah. and you're, you you can book yourself not just as a stand-up, but as a stand-up who speaks also on mental health, or like a funny lecture on mental health. Uh, that's also another way to do the same thing because that's basically like doing a one-man show, and colleges right. have budgets for that, which are different than their straight-up entertainment budgets. Gotcha, that makes sense. Okay, huh? Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I, actually, because I, I was going to ask, like, uh, sort of a follow-up. Uh, you know, the, the core of the question was pertaining to stand-up, and then, um, and then, yeah. So, so I guess the public speaking role. Uh, uh applies as well um i also i guess i've also pivoted somewhat in creating um, online content online sketches um as far as i know uh and, and i'm obviously not a purist when when sort of creating these sketches that that's sort of uh woven into my uh sort of daily grind for for hitting stand like online stand-up mics and some uh Safe, socially distanced mics in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Um, uh-huh. Are you? Are you aware? So, as far as I know, uh, the opportunity for monetization or making money with like online sketch creation and videos, uh, at a glance, I, I'm only aware of like sort of YouTube, where you hit a certain threshold uh, of maybe subscribers or watch hours, and then and then you know ads start kind of playing on your videos, and then that's an opportunity for income. Um, do you know if there's if like uh if there's like a uh, for this online content like um, a NACA equivalent like like what else might be out there at a glance for creating online sketches
0: for creating online sketches well i mean here's the thing i think that the the online online sketches just you know straight up sketches like you're gonna have to create some sort of following but okay. But if you don't have a following, you want to make some online sketches and uh, make some money, I would say start by entering contests, because a lot of the time, a lot of the time contests will have, you know, if it if if there's a contest that has, uh, say, a prize purse of like $250, you're not going to get a ton of people submitting for that contest. Uh, but if you are really good at making content and you're going to make content anyway, why not aim it toward one of those contests? Because then you can make that $250 possibly rather than making something and making no dollars when you're starting out. Uh, there's a website called online video contest. I believe it may be called ovc.com, but it's online video contest or, or OVC. They list straight up, just like all the contests and all the prizes that are wow. being listed out there. And there's people who've made money just doing those contests. Uh, They're were, they were actually comedians. I'm trying to remember who it was who started where they would make uh, sketches and then they would just enter them into contests and any contests that were available because they are making sketches anyway. And then they made money, and they got equipment because they kept winning these contests because they were better than most people who entered it. So, online video contests is a place where you can do that. Uh, Tongle, do you know what Tongle is? I do not. Tongle, T-O-N-G-A-L, that's a place where you can enter uh, basically contests that are put on by brands, though. So, like, Lego will say, make us a funny Lego video, and then you can enter the contest even so if you find if you find places like that that are looking for stuff and offering prizes at least your efforts like can possibly make money at the beginning but not only that it also usually drives uh drives uh viewership so if you enter one of these contests then usually people who are in and around the contest will check out who you are and what you're doing. So it's a way to work in parallel to what you're doing as a uh, online social media. And I can't, I can't say for sure, like you know, you're going to win, but it's a, it's, it's a better chance than, you know, not having an outlet for money. Gotcha. Uh,
1: no, I, that's really helpful. So I've got the ovc.com and Tongle. Uh, I, I, I did enter, a handful of contests um, in the past few months related to content. Uh, only one of which was related to comedy. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't win the comedy portion, but I won the storytelling uh, portion. And and I, ha- I I remember having trouble like finding contests just by searching on like Twitter because uh, it, it was just like all over the place. But I'm very yeah, thankful. That that.
0: Online video contest is great because yeah. they list all of them. Gotcha. That's I've, why it's great for you. So, what did you win yeah, in the uh, storytelling contest?
1: Yes. So, uh, this was a storytelling session with uh, Democratic candidate Andrew Yang, and um, he he. Uh, so, so, the the going into it, the the prize that we won was, I guess, the opportunity to tell him a a, a story based on our like initial submission that got screened and everything. And yeah. my story related to my mental health journey. And then after the fact, um, he surprised us, us like winners with uh, with a thousand bucks. So so
0: uh, that was, that was yeah. Awesome. But that's yeah. so if you so I mean you did win one contest. So if you yeah. have a list of contests and they're you they can be categorized by like due dates and by the type of prizes they list. So if you I mean and you go on there at any time and they're listing at least like 30, 40 contests that are ready to go. So you yeah. could I mean imagine imagine that you're entering like at least four contests a month and then your win ratio was even even fifteen percent. You know, that that means then that over the couple of months you're gonna be making money. Right. Or uh, winning a trip, you know, because the prizes could be different depending on what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh good. I'm huh. glad I'm glad that's actually going to be helpful because obviously this is is the first time i am gonna be doing this as a uh, series and so this is the first one and so what's important to me is like maybe that you get information that actually you can act on so awesome gotcha thank you yeah um okay i have a question about your about your daily
1: routine if you had to pick one um aspect or life hack of either your daily routine or something you do almost daily, uh, that sort of really keeps you um, energized and or motivated. I guess, yeah, What the question is, like, what's your favorite life hack and or aspect of your daily routine to kind of stay on top of things? Uh,
0: I have to say, I mean, it, it's one that a lot of people say, but it's just making lists, lists of things to do. That is, that keeps me motivated because often what what happens like when especially when you're making your own schedule often you'll be sitting around thinking what should i be doing and then you'll just like start looking at youtube or facebook but there's always a list the then you can look at the list and be like oh i could do any of these things on that list and so when i think of things i just enter them into the list and i make it really easy for myself like on my phone actually uh is a is a little thing right here where i can just sorry whoops you can't there we go uh you can sort of see it but right yeah. on my phone there's a little widget i can click and then it pops up and i can add to my list immediately and so i just make it really easy for myself to put things on the list so that when mm-hmm. i go back to the list uh i've listed things because the barrier between writing things down I mean, even though it doesn't seem like a big deal, if you make it really, really easy for yourself, you can start making it a habit. And so that's like that. I would say that's the biggest thing I do. Period. Which is list. Help me get stuff done. Gotcha. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I use an app called
1: Google Keep, and uh-huh. uh, I really like it because um, so it's cloud based, so I can never. Uh, there's no instance where I would lose, kind of whether it's my to-do list or if I have a idea I want to jot down. I use Google Keep. Um, I do think I could use more like self mm, discipline and like really structuring my routine. Uh, I remember I, I I asked you this in a, like a live stream uh, message. Uh, uh, I, I have very poor sleeping habits, and it's it's uh, the it's the simplest thing, and it's like cliche, but like I cannot. <laughs> Uh, I cannot get myself to meditate. Um, do, do you do do you, do you like do you, do you relate to that to any extent, like sleeping issues and or
0: I meditation? Do. I do. Okay. I do relate to sleeping issues. Sometimes I can't sleep because I feel inspired. Like I have something right. on my mind so much that I have yeah. to work on it. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I just can't sleep because I'm just like wide awake for no reason. And it's not that I was inspired about anything in particular. I... I I wish I knew the answer to that. I'm actually just uh starting to go to therapy and that's part of what we're talking about is like my sleep issues. And so mm-hmm. just because every once in a while I'm just like wide awake and want to work on stuff and it and it doesn't uh it doesn't matter. Getting up early helps me get to sleep sometimes. Usually like if I just get up early every morning, then by at least by eleven o'clock I'm ready to go to sleep. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, uh, it's funny, something I want to share real quick, uh, I'm not sure if this is, this isn't really a question, but, like, um, I think, like, growing up and in society, there's this expression of, like, what keeps you up at night, and that thing keeping you up at night, uh, is sort of presented as something, like, negative, like, let's like say, let's say I bomb an open mic. I personally actually have an easier time falling asleep after like an open mic that I may bomb because I like my mind and body wants to escape that experience. And therefore, like <laughs> I fall asleep. Yeah, I fall asleep more quickly. Whereas, like you said, like if, if, if things are going great and I'm inspired, then uh then, yeah, I want to ride that wave. Like I want to stay up and, <laughs> and work on that thing. So uh, you know, I feel like my wiring is. is Maybe different. So when you, when
0: you fall asleep, it's kind of like when when something scary's in the closet, and you just like try to fall asleep to escape it. When you're a kid, did you ever do that?
1: Uh, with that that, that, that that's a different one. Um, I would. Uh, that that one's tricky. Like I I, did, I I was frightened as a. I don't know that falling asleep was a means to escape. I would have to like maybe lock. Uh, the my bedroom door, which is not an easy advent, uh, growing up in like a Asian Indian household, because like, in in on our houses, like privacy isn't really a thing, and um, but I would like uh, maybe position like books or pillows in a way that if the monster pops out, uh he or she or they would trip over it, and um, I would have a chance, and those are my contingency <laughs> measures, but <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah. Sleep is sleep is important. I uh, um, I agree with that. Sleep is important. Food is also important. Air important. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you have a particular uh, fitness routine?
1: Uh,
0: Yes, I have a fitness routine that I I go back and forth with. But the general routine when I'm when I'm firing on all pistons, what it usually is, is I do push ups every day. And I jog for usually like two or three miles, like four or five times a week.
1: Awesome. Okay. I am
0: um, jogging takes place on an elliptical in front of my TV. Well, yeah, that's good. Multitasking. I, I, I get bored. I get bored jogging. I, I find it super boring. But if I'm jogging in front of the TV watching like a, a guilty pleasure TV show, then I'll do it. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Here's a question. Um, maybe not. Uh, different. Uh, kind of going back to uh, uh, making or establishing my career. Um, my previous career path it was in it was in pharmacy, and and the, the kind of go to platform was LinkedIn. Um, oh. I'm not entirely sure that LinkedIn is there. Is there a LinkedIn equivalent in, in art or entertainment that that uh, that you would recommend
0: that I kind of? I know that there are. Uh, LinkedIn equivalents and here's the thing they're actually pretty easy to find because if you google LinkedIn for artists you'll find beca- because that's that's how the people who build those sites like do their SEO they know how people are going to search for it so if you search for LinkedIn for artists you'll find that I personally am not I don't know about it I, I, um, I don't use any sites that are LinkedIn for artists I just I do use LinkedIn. And I've used LinkedIn for uh, connections for entertainment. Even, even like huh. actually, just this week, just this week, I wanted to form a partnership with a company uh, for production that I'm doing, and so I just looked up the person at the company who would who handles partnerships for the company, and I did a LinkedIn mail to them, and then they got back to me, and now we're partners. So like it it works, and so. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know one that's specifically for um, artists. The thing the thing that I think that I would be worried about is luckily LinkedIn, one thing that LinkedIn does is it kind of checks. Like you can't just post crazy accomplishments on LinkedIn without uh, it coming through that it's not true because you can't be like i worked in marvel i worked in marvel and then none of your connections are in marvel like you can't you can't get away with that on linkedin so uh other sites i don't know how they make sure people don't just lie because it's it's the equivalent of being at a party and somebody walking up to you with a card that says producer like i'm a producer like that anybody can say, you know, they're anything they want. And, it, and at least LinkedIn, you can kind of check their network to see if they're legitimately do whatever it is they say they do. Gotcha.
1: That makes sense. Very cool.
0: Um, yeah, that's how I think. I can't, I mean, I, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but I'm giving you advice from my point of view, at least what I, what I consider.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. T- totally hear you. Yeah. Excellent. So looks like we've got less than a minute left,
0: um, <laughs> right? Uh, well, or, you know, I mean, I didn't start yeah. the clock until, so for right now, we're at like, a, whoops, we're at 27 minutes, and ah. now we have two minutes left. Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: Awesome. I've got a question. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yes. I. Uh, wow. Lots of great stuff. Ooh, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, are you? You,
0: have to, you know, you don't have to force yourself.
1: <laughs> no, I'll do one last one. Um, I'm struggling with uh, TikTok a little bit. I, I uh, do. D- do you use TikTok, and um, uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, what do you recommend on sort of uh, attempting to grow on TikTok?
0: I I have used TikTok. I, I don't like devoting time to TikTok. Um, okay. you, you can be successful on TikTok. I've seen people whom I know start from zero and now they have like multi hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok, some of them even bigger. And I've seen what they did. And by just being adamant about posting videos on their daily and following trends slash striking out on their own and doing their own particular thing. So I've I've seen people do stuff on TikTok. And if and if you if you want to succeed on TikTok, I would suggest like, you know, making sure you're doing a couple of TikToks a day. Uh yeah. and and this and if you can do something that's unique, great. Um, but I also think that doing something unique and a mix of trends that are on TikTok will help you as well. But uh, I, myself, hearing this information, seeing my friends, like people I know, do it and actually succeed at it, have not devoted the time. So it really is you devoting the time. I mean, it, it's like that. I mean, yeah, you could get lucky and drop one video and go super viral. But right. you can also just devote that time and then you can build and... Gotcha. Yep. That makes sense. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think we're actually at our time. Yep. It's uh, 30 minutes and 16 seconds. Um, I hope this was helpful. Yes. And, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. And then, uh, you know, just let me know how things are going. Cause I'd love to hear how things are going. And if any of the advice that we talked about today, uh, worked out, um, I'm just going to wrap up for everybody who's listening. Uh, please check us out at, uh, alt- I mean, at artsacademypodcast.com or at altartsacademy.com for the online school. Uh, send us an email. We love it. Uh, we're at alt Ar- I mean, Arts Academy, let's say Alt Arts Academy on all social media. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more